Hey, can you do me a favor? What? What? Can you? Can I not get sick? Maybe. Because I, I don't got, know. I got sick. You did. I did. Not not like Rona. Sick, not no. But like sickish. I got. It was. It was. It's one of those things that happens when like the weather starts to get colder. Oh yeah. And then shitty thing. Yeah. Then like the draft comes through the window. It's like that one night. Yeah. That it's like it's the it's the frost. It's the it's the freeze. And then it just comes in through the cracks of the window and then like you mouth breathe one night wrong like you like the, like mars is in retrograde yes. and then like the wind is just like going west instead of east and then yeah. just like you mouth breathe all night and then you wake up and you're like oh fuck I'm oh dying. shit i'm gum i'm not gonna make it so i ended Riparino. up I'm, like maybe like a sinus infection or something like it just i'm assuming it so. just my sinuses got so messed up yeah they hurt and i got a little baby fever and i was like i'm gonna go lay down Yes, doing anything yes. was garbage yeah because we were we were gonna record this earlier and then <laughs> but it's sickness. thursday and this is coming out tomorrow Woo! so this is gonna be super fun like fast edits i so, mean editing know. for me only takes like 20 minutes because you're a fucking wizard because me and kevin sat down and we we're like all right how do we automate you know a two-hour process down to do it fancy tw- 30 most of the processing i'm not gonna lie is just waiting for the processing to stop just I mean, like 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 waiting for like the program to do the processing. Nice. I hate it so much though. I mean that's what's up though because it goes fast. It does, but I usually get distracted. I'm like, all right, this is gonna do the thing, so I'm gonna get up and walk away for a minute. So, <laughs> so if my voice sounds a little odd this episode, it's because I've been coughing a fucking long up. That's true. And I'm gonna try not to cough. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully we don't ruin your ears with coughs. Yeah. So if my voice sounds like more grainy, it's because yeah. my nasally more nasal more nasally than usual oh my god there we go all right we're gonna talk like this oh no no Mm. uh -uh, that's gonna make you cough bro yep there goes so we're gonna play a game oh just a quick game real quick okay okay this is a surprise to me so this is (laughs) this is either gonna go super quick game super Uh quick okay it's either gonna go in my favor Uh or it's gonna backfire in my fucking face okay but i'm really i'm really banking like i'm really betting on that covid brain to Uh go into my favor and that sounds really shitty but you you do know that i'm a slytherin so it's probably not gonna go in your favor yeah and you also used to be a dungeon master for a while yeah a hot minute several years and i was really impressed by your um ability to recall dnd stuff off the top of your head so it still happens i have a new co-worker that got in well not a new co-worker but he just recently got into dnd because he was like huh fucking nerds and then he was like hey i'm playing it's actually really yeah. fucking fun it's great like i thought it was super nerdy but it's not what anybody portrays it to be it's actually great time great so yes the game yeah is is it an axe product or is it a D spell oh jesus christ that's <laughs> okay and i saw this on tiktok and i was oh, like no. no this is fucking perfect we're gonna do this so okay i went on the you can go, you can wiki this wikipedia this it's the list of axe products the interwebs yes and then i found i found some that are like that kind of sounds like a D spell okay so i have a list of both get prepared to get wrecked so so i'm just gonna rattle something off and okay. you're gonna tell me if you think it's an axe product or a D spell do i get bonus points if i can tell you what the spell does no fuck because okay. i mean you can pretty much tell what the <laughs> well there's one there's a couple in here i didn't really understand okay. even though i played but I hate magic in any platform. So I love it. Ice chill. Ice chill. Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a D and D. False. What? That's an axe product. Son You're bitch. thinking of chill touch. <gasps> Ice chill, chill touch. It's a necromancy spell. I'm an idiot. I knew that. <laughs> There's also vampiric touch. Yeah. See, so I threw a couple in there that I knew Damn would it. get you. So, um, mirage. Oh no, that that's an axe spray. 100%. That is an axe spray. Okay, you're right. 
Thunderwave. That is 1,000% D&D. Mm. And it's an area of effect in a cube. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, silver fusion. X-spray. Goodberry. That is 1,000% a druid spell from D&D. Magic amber. X-spray. Mother... You got me with that first one. Never again. Hypnotic. Oh, that one is... I'm going to say Axe Spray. Damn, you're good. <laughs> uh, stone Skin. D&D. Um, <laughs> that one is also a Druid spell. Dimension. Dimension Door is D&D. So Dimension is going to be Axe Body Spray. How the fuck do you know all these spells? It's I've played D&D no shit for 10 years, bro. Bark Skin. Also D&D. Druid spell. Cool Metal. Cool Metal. That's going to be Axe Spray. Heat Metal. That is D&D. That's this is fucking spell. blowing my mind. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. That's um, from the bard list. Pulse. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That one's going to be Axe Spray. I'm so fucking mad. You know what? Okay, we're done with this game. But let's just talk about some of these, like, Axe product sprays. Yeah, let's go. Kraken Guard. Ooh. Kraken's a great rum. No, it's not. It's just, that's, Fuck off. No, it's I threw up. Black was, rum is my favorite bleh. rum. Oh, it makes me nauseous just to think about it. I mean, I'm that way with tequila. Wolfthorn. Ooh, that one's fancy. Icy Thunder. Oh. Dark Oriental. Oh. That was a 1987. I was about to say, that's. there's no way that's no, like absolutely. Yes, yeah, I wrote down. I was like, that's not. That's not that's okay. That's not okay. <laughs> so I was like, what's the. Oh, 1987. That there makes we go. more sense. Okay. Uh, touch is one. Oh, this one was my favorite. Chill Touch. <laughs> is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's um, a D&D spell. Axe Anarchy for her. Oh. I mean, that I'm made of Anarchy. You are Anarchy. So. so. Gold yeah. Temptation. Oh, the one that I was cackling at yes. is like one year they put out young. Oh. And then one year they put out mature. Oh. That's because you can't like, say old. I was like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, it's not old. What's another? Oh, mature. Mature. So I started cackling. That's what I was laughing at when I was looking these up. That's pretty good. Okay. So. That was a great game. I had a good time. Okay. Moonbeam? Moonbeam? Yeah. That's a D&D spell. It's from the Druid list. Uh, <laughs> Circle of the Moon. I, for some odd reason, put Meteor Swarm on here, and I was like, that is not <laughs> that a is fucking also a axe, an axe product. <laughs> but I was going through, I was like, man, what on here sounds like uh, some D&D smells that would be axe products. And then I'm like, Daylight, Divine Favor, yeah. Mirage Arcane. Goodberry was good. Goodberry was good. Yeah. Bark Skin. Yeah, that was also good, because that could be. I put Dimension Door down, too, because yeah. I was like, what are some of the ones that are kind of similar? Yeah. Yeah, so you're I, welcome. I am 100% convinced that Axe Body Spray goes on D&D spells list and just hijack some of the names. I mean, probably. That's that's what I would do for a, a really, like, the most popular role-playing game in the world. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. There you yeah, go. Okay. Make, make, make all the monies. As many monies as you can make, you know? Off of hijacking another theme. Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Hey. Don't do that. Don't. Co- don't, don't. Don't. Like, don't, copyright infringement don't is not rip a real off thing. other people's ideas. That. That's not nice. That's a bad idea. But you know what? Lawyers. You know what we rip off, though? What? Scary stories. Woo! So here we are. Do, 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 do. So we're gonna flip the coin. Yeah, flip it. But before we flip the coin, <gasps> you get you don't even know what I'm about to say. I don't. I'm just like excited. So if you like what we do and you would like to just support us and give us give us 
some cool support. Yeah. That cool, sweet, sweet support. The we ability have a, to continue. To continue this. Because, you know, this costs money. You know, I have to travel a little bit now. Yeah. We do need a little bit more equipment to expand. Because we have stuff coming up. We have stuff in the shoot. Yes, we do. Uh, today, we kind of got together and we, we have a little special surprise coming up. Get ready. On the 20th episode. So excited. So, so, I know. I'm fucking freaking out because I you didn't tell me like half of it. And now I'm like, ah! yeah. okay. It's going to be great. If you want to support us, you should check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. We have an investigation team. Yes. That we just called it. Yeah, an investigation yes. team. So, we have a investigator tier. Yes. And a medium tier. Medium and if tier. you sign up for the medium tier, you get additional bonus episodes that we record we're a little bit behind just because we both got sick yes and then zoe had exams Woo, so it's finals week yes so support us on there that would be super cool and Please. we give you shout outs on yes. the mid roll so here we go all right flippy, the, flippy flip yeah eh. Bing. wait shit what do tails. you want you want tails yes i'm gonna drop this coin <laughs> like five fucking times on my laptop that's fine heads i go first yay all right so i katie groves yes with my raspy voice today it's beautiful. Don't even. Ugh. We'll be talking. About, don't. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> Kevin's been like, oh my god. You're like, has been like, damn girl, your muscles. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> you're making me uncomfortable. And then like the other day, he like put his arms up over his head to stretch. And I'm like, damn. He's like, shut the fuck up. Don't lie to me. <laughs> He's like, I've probably been weightlifting for two months. I was like, all right, never mind. Shit. You're fine, Lord. Anyways, okay. So I, Kitty Groves. Yes. We'll be talking about Kay's Hollow. No, I know nothing about Kay's that. Cross in Kay's Hollow, located in Kaysville, Utah. I know nothing about this. Okay. Absolute zero. So this is, weirdly enough, a very uncommon place mm-hmm. that is talked about in the paranormal haunted realm of okay. things that are things yeah. in that realm. Yeah. Right? The but stuff that are things. This is super fucking haunted. <gasps> like, it is... There's not a lot of experiences there, but it's just... It's just like you go there and we'll, 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 I'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, okay. So this is a little bit of an, in, an inception, in, inception. Is yeah. Like mine, mine. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's so, it. okay. So it's about a cross called Case Cross. Okay. Right. In Case Hollow, which is a geographical area. Right. Like a, like a forest. Yeah. Okay. In Kaysville, which is a town in Utah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, cool. So, the cross, so I'm going to, like, interchange between the cross, the hollow, and the Kaysville. Okay. So, like, interchangeable, but we're all talking about the same place. Yes. Thing, area. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. The cross itself is 20 feet high and 13 feet across. It That's is big. made out of concrete and has rebar to support it, obviously. Okay. So, that's just, it's just like a... Like a concrete cross. Concrete cross. That's weird. Fuck yeah, concrete. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> there's... Three theories okay. as to why this cross exists. Yeah. And these, they're, they're like handed down stories. Okay. And they're not like... Confirmed? Confirmed. One of them is. Okay. But they're so askewed and fucked up everywhere you go. So like it was really hard to get the notes together for this because it's like, well, one story says this, one story says that, one story says this a different way, one That's story says the same thing the different way. So I wrote them all down because they're all great. Okay. The first theory as to why this cross exists is that the founder of Kaysville, William K, uh-huh. uh, was rumored to be a polygamist. Oh. Because, you know, we're, Utah. In, we're in Utah. You know what oh. I mean? So he owned the land and he had seven wives. Okay. 
who's also a bishop in one story. I have no fucking idea. All right. So William K. one day murdered all of his seven wives in a fit of rage. Now this this <laughs> your face shit that went from like. <laughs> cute little nursery rhyme because William K. one day and then t- right straight into fucking hardcore death mode. Killed all the seven wives. Yes. Jeez. This, in this story, this rumor, this tale takes place in the 1800s. So like okay. when Kaysville was established, right? Right. So it goes one way that he erected this 20 foot, 17, 20 foot, also the, the height of the cross is also yeah. skewed. This erected this cross to bury his wives around the cross. Now, it is said that he either buried his favorite seventh wife vertically in the ground in front of the cross. That's fucking weird. Or carved out her heart oh. of the of the seventh favorite wife and then put it inside the cross during construction. Or she was buried alive inside of the cross or dead in the cross as he was building it. And you can't tell because it's concrete. Fuck yeah, concrete. Can you... So, so but I mean, obviously, if you ripped open the fucking concrete, well, yeah. her bones would be there. Right. You'd have to do that. But like, what the fuck... Yeah, this it was all it was all fucked up. So, so then it goes. He was so distraught about himself killing the his wives that he hung himself on a tree next to the cross. Oh no! I did something terrible. Kill my okay. What? (laughs) Or or his followers hung him. Okay, that's reasonable. That makes more sense. Okay, so was this dog like a cult leader? Polygamist. I mean, you kind of have to have a pretty good following i feel like to have one seven wives and then also establish a fucking town after you well okay so here's the thing i i am not like super duper well versed in most well okay i'm not super well versed in like mormon history but i know that joseph smith was in utah like settled in utah and that's why there's like the the big temple in utah right um i also know that in the early days it was like he he was down with like polygamy that was cool so i don't know if like the time frames match up because i don't remember when joseph smith was alive it was so i can't say either okay. i want to say that all happens right around the same time yeah because i i feel like it was like the 1800s because i know it wasn't into the 19th 1900s but right like i don't remember if it was earlier or i don't know that, it but. must have been because that seems to be a really fucking popular theme out mm-hmm. there what yeah. the what the hell is going on in utah so this story gets a little bit more wild. So, oh god, this this story is actually not true, and oh, okay. a, a bunch of people okay. came forward and was like, "Please stop saying this. Please stop." Oh, thank goodness. Please stop. Right. Please stop. Yeah, because I was it's trying to true. wrap my brain around murder, seven seven murders in one go. Ugh. Just pop, 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 and I do it again. <sighs> no, that was fucked up. TikTok's TikTok. Why? Damn it. So, a lot of a lot of the sentence and people who were close to like I guess William K. Mm-hmm. back in the eighteen hundreds. It's mm-hmm. just like no. That that wasn't that a wasn't thing. real. He was actually a really nice guy. Please okay. stop. So okay, cool. So that's that's a rumor. Okay. that was that's still written in some places that you right. can find. It's still like okay. like the, that makes me feel better. The the property owners still like account that for a story as to why the cross is there. Oh, so the second story, mm-hmm. a little less lengthy and a little less dark. Oh, good. Another well-known polygamous family that actually existed, the Kingston family, mm-hmm. which is also very well known. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh. I mean either. Here we are. Did you or did you not? I know? did not know. Okay, so a popular, very popular Kingston family, okay, polygamous family, cult family, uh-huh. out in Utah, once did actually once own this land in the 1900s. Okay, and the cross was established as a landmark. Now, if you look at the cross, it does have the letter K on it, so oh. it kind of makes sense. Makes sense as if the K stood for Kingston, right? Or K. 
Okay. Okay. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like, but yeah. for this, for this story, for, for this, this story, lore, Kingston. right? So, yeah. King, but that's actually still not what it stands for. Oh. Oh. So actually, the third, uh-huh. the third rumor, the third actually confirmed rumor lore okay. of this cross actually starts with a man named Krishna Venta. <gasps> I have heard of this guy. Have you heard this motherfucker? Yes. Okay. He like preludes Manson. Fuck this dude. Yes. Number one. Yeah. Before we even yeah. get into this, fuck this dude. This guy's wild. See, I don't. Oh. I don't like. I've never like delved into that whole cult thing because, bro, just... like cults are a great thing to learn about. What? Like, like they're. they're I feel like that's not to learn about. They're not a great <laughs> thing to have. I feel like you should reword that sentence. Yeah, I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> They're not a great thing to, like, happen, but it's good to, like, know about to avoid, you know? I guess, yeah. You should learn from your history and don't drink the Kool-Aid. that I like murders, you know, it was actually Flavor-Aid, fun fact. Kool-Aid, it was not. It was Flavor-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid? It was was Grape Flavor-Aid. Ooh, Grape. I like Grape. Okay. So, Krishna Venta. Mm Mm-hmm. It was originally born Francis Penkovic. Penkovic. Yeah. I think he was Slovakian. That's yeah. Slavic area. Some sort of Slavic name. Yeah. So he was born in San Francisco uh-huh. in 1911, but he actually did illegally change his name, depending on who you ask, 1947 or 1952. Okay. Somewhere around that time. But he, he like went by Krishna for a pretty long time. Ugh. He had been arrested for petty crimes mm-hmm. and was even sending threatening letters to the president of the united states because that's someone that you definitely think hey i'm gonna follow you to the end of the, the ends of the earth right if i could talk yeah so it seems like criminalists are cult leaders yeah so that's yeah. somebody who you should follow so i trust petty criminals <laughs> so he also did serve he served in the army during world war ii mm-hmm. where he met a man with the last name of kingston is it the same kingston you'll find out in a second (gasps) so after the war he ended up back in utah okay i say back in utah he ended up in utah so he hung around the salt lake city area and he decided to start his own religion now i ripped this from wikipedia from the krishna venta page so you can go there and check this out but i ripped this i want to read this you're gonna have to help me pronounce some things because i know you know some more things in here than me so this is what it says Uh uh-huh I may as well say it. I am Christ. Krishna oh, claimed fuck. to have been born on another planet long ago, but not so far away. 240,000 years ago on the planet Neof... I can't even read this with a fucking straight face. Neof- Neofrates, which occupy okay. the same orbit as Earth does apparently. Okay. And was humanity's first home. But as the planet moved in extraordinarily closer to the sun, so it gets moved closer to the sun. Yes. And became uninhabitable. A fleet of great rocket ships, each more than a mile long, and capable of carrying 35,000 people, set off to colonize the dark planet that would become Earth. Naturally, their leaders was that soul who would one day manifest as Krishna Venta. Though along the way, he would also be or bestow revelations upon such notables such as Melchizedek. Melchizedek. There we go. Of Salem. Cuckoo clan of Quetzal... That's not happening. Okay. Um, Hoppy, the trickster of Massah, Abraham, and Moses, Muhammad, and the, Bu- and the Buddha, the angels of Moroni, and Gabriel. Did I say that right? Sure. Okay. Sure, because I can't see it. And Jesus Christ. Okay. You can go on Wikipedia and read that probably better than I read it out loud. So, he claimed all that. So, basically, that this leader from this extra planet that apparently, I guess, got, like, sucked into the sun... This guy's a fucking cuckoo, man. So, so 
apparently this the spirit of the leader of these people from another planet manifested in all these great leaders throughout history and other and other religions. So that's that's all these names that I read off were all were leaders in other religions. Are you pulling it up uh, on your Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at it. It's this guy's a wow. It's it's wow. the it's the paragraph that starts with I may yeah. as well say I'm Christ. What a fucking idiot. What a I know. Lord so he had his own explanation of the history of humanity with some ironically enough mormon themes sprinkled in there yeah yeah you know what well I mean? I mean he was in salt lake city so that makes sense so there we go so he spent most of his time in the early 40s traveling as a lecture hall minister oh yeah yeah so he also claimed to be a bunch of things that he wasn't like a writer and a doctor yeah well and i mean that that also was like the glory days for your rainbow roses and like your tent preachers yes so it was right about that time you know. so he ended up leaving utah and starting his cult called Wisdom Kingdom Faith Love Fountain of the World. Oh, that was a little early. He should have waited till the seventies. Why? Because like free love. Oh, all the stuff. Oh, I guess. But Get yeah. It? Oh, oh yeah. Because seventy was the hippies. Yeah, yeah. hippie time. No, nope. everybody's everything's great. Well, it wasn't love. So like this uh, one actually wasn't. Enough. It was the facade. So it's um this cult was called the Fountain or Fountain of the World. I hate for that. short, but it's sometimes shortened down to WKFL Fountain of the World. Okay, it's a cult, one hundred percent. Yeah, the for sure. the monastery was built in nineteen forty eight in Box Canyon, Cali, with about a okay. hundred followers. This cult was most notable because Krishna required his followers to give up their possessions their tangible ah. worldly possessions. Yeah, and they had to pull up their money and wear robes mm -hmm. and men had to drape their hair down longs yeah drape their hair down long wear their hair down long and then walk around in sandals yeah and socks jerusalem cruisers is what we call those <laughs> thank you that, <laughs> You're welcome. that was that made my day so You're welcome so oh man fun fact yeah the cult gained its notoriety when a plane crashed into the nearby hills in box canyon so the cult members were actually the first people on the scene to help the survivors of the plane crash. Oh. Yeah, it was a itty bitty tiny plane. It was only had like 48 people on it. Okay. 36, I think, perished. Okay. But yeah, that's how like that cult came to be more well known. Well known. Like, it's because of that name. plane crash. The the people of the the fountain have come to save the survivors of the plane crash. They didn't like, do a good job. Apparently. Could you? Well, I can imagine not. They were from a cult. Also, it was a plane that hit the ground and probably exploded. Right. And it caught it hit a mountain. Isn't that what you just said? It hit a mountain? Yes, it crashed into the mountains. Oh, Christ. Nope. So I wrote in my notes, Krishna was also kind of a douche, but I think we were really? already... <laughs> a petty criminal leader of a cult being a dick? There's no way. Yeah, could you imagine it? No. So he wouldn't pay child support because he had previously was in a, a marriage, had a child, and then cheated on his wife with the secretary, and then immediately married the secretary after the divorce with the first wife, but had a child. Well, what an age-old story of a man being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We all know somebody who ran off with the secretary. Like, who? it's a joke. Oh, oh, oh. Everyone has no. I was like, somebody. who? I was like, who? Well, I mean, I'm not going to say it like on air. I know people. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Uh -huh. Wow. Well, you okay. assume I talk to men. Touche. <laughs> so <laughs> Got he, he wouldn't pay child support claiming that the money he had was the cult's money, right? What a dick. But also would go to Reno and gamble. 
I mean. What a dick. The cult's money is this money. You know what I mean? So here's where Krishna comes to an end. Oh. Thankfully. Eh, not in such a great way. Oh. So, so he goes out with a bang. Oh, God. So in 1958, two ex-members of the WKFL Fountain of the Old Cult were tired of Krishna's stealing money from the cult and also sleeping with wives. <gasps> wow. Could you imagine? It just, it just well, the I mean, grave keeps getting dead deeper. Yeah. I mean, also, though, to be fair, like, if you're so entrenched in a cult and in the beliefs and the leader of the cult that you believe is your savior is like, hey, we're going to bang. You're not going to say no. No. Like, I guess not. No. That, that guy's your, like, way to paradise or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, don't say that. It's the fucking worst. Disgusting. So they confronted Krishna with like a tape to like try and get yeah. him to confess like his crimes yeah. of the cult because that's he, reasonable. Because you know he's preaching, don't do these things, right? And then he's doing, but is actively doing these things. Huh, that's that's not an age old story either. Of course, Krishna did not confess. Right. So they went with Plan B and detonated <gasps> a bag of dynamite. What? Blew themselves up. What? Killed Krishna. And seven other people, and that seven other people also included women and children. What the fuck? They went bro? from plan A to plan Z real fucking quick. That, that that's not even like this. That, that's not even letters, man. That's like numbers or symbols. <laughs> They're into like something bananas. That's not. They went into fucking Roman numerals. Oh, they jumped straight to emojis. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <bro? laughs> Zero to four million. Wow. Yes. So went oh. went full. Oh, boom, boom. That's why I say it went out Full with a bang. nuclear. Yes, yes. So killed, <sighs> killed off, you know, 10 people, I think, went out in that bang. And then, fun fact, uh-huh. 10 years later, Charles Manson took over. Ahaha. Uh-huh. And then I think it was drove off those cult members off to the Kool-Aid man. Uh. I think that's what ended up happening. Oh. I think if I followed that correctly. That's awful. Yeah. All of that is awful, and, and I'm not pleased. No, none of it's fun. So. So, where does Krishna come into play into K's cross? Well, uh, I'm so glad you asked, Zoe. Bro, I totally forgot we were even talking about the cross. <laughs> I was like, shit, we're talking about cults now. I know. Oh, wow. I know. I went on that tangent, but I made sure to Worth. write in my notes it, verbatim, where does Krishna come into play into K's cross? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Zoe. I literally wrote that in my notes. I wondered if you wrote it because the way you said it and side-eyed me, I was like, it's probably like written down. It's written that down. Was beautiful. Just like that. No apostrophe in the I'm. Okay. Krishna was invited to the Kingston family farm. Remember remember <gasps> that guy he met? He met a Kingston. So it, it was the same Kingston. Yep. It was, Bitch. It was. I think, run by two brothers, Merlin Kingston. What a and then And then the other brother is the one that, Kings, that Krishna actually met. Okay. So through the brother met in World War II, mm-hmm. Krishna met Merlin Kingston. Okay. Who I think was more in charge of the family. Fair. Okay. In 1992... The, I was born. I wasn't. <laughs> Merlin Kingston came forward and uh-huh. said that he had built the cross in 1946. Now we'll we'll get to why Damn. this dude was interviewed in 1992 in a second. So it was actually built by Merlin Kingston. Okay, which is impressive because right around that time it was more towards the end of it was like you know the end of World War II, which had mm-hmm. started the Great Depression. Concrete was not openly available. Yeah, it was not a well available item yes so the fact that they were able to build this 17 to 20 foot tall cross is really fucking impressive the fact that they had the rebar also that too like damn so the kingston family merlin and the kingston family 
invited Krishna to come during the spring and summer of 1946 to give lectures at this cross. Okay. The K on the cross was said to stand for kingdom, which oh. is a common theme that Krishna used in his lectures. Oh, so that's, yeah. So that's how we know that this cross exists. Now, why is it so fucking haunted? So, obviously, polygamist and that whole family cult yeah. thing is kind of like abolished and like no more yes. and government breakdowns and outlaws and yeah. that fun stuff. So, eventually, the hollow kind of sort of became abandoned. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, there's no people like fucking just living in the woods anymore. Yeah. I mean, there are, but we don't talk about it. It's just a wooded area now with this random ass cross in the center of it. And there's some houses nearby, but not too close. Like, it's yeah. still, like, an isolated piece of chunk of land. A respectable distance from the Kingdom Cross, you know what I mean? Yes. No? <laughs> Maybe? What? Okay. Because of the satanic panic <gasps> and all s- that fun jazz. You could say the houses are a stone's throw away. Ha <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Get it? No. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a... <laughs> Ugh. The cross became a place of bad devil worship. Now, I'm not talking awesome. about... I'm not talking about, like, the satanic church. Not those guys. Like, the actual, like, bad, like, literally summoning demon, like, Not the humanitarian Satanist church. You're talking about the Luciferian Satan church. I think so. Satanist church. Where they, like, steal animals, sacrifice. Yeah. Like, like, ritual element shit. Like, like the bad shit. Yes. That shit. Yeah. That shit. Okay. So. Oh, no. Rituals and demonic worship were practiced here. The Ghost Adventures crew, which I'll talk about in a minute found an actual bag of ritual elements buried near the cross. What the fuck? Filled with bones, teeth, and flowers. Like people teeth or animal teeth? Animal teeth. It looked, it okay. looked like a cow. Ooh. Like a cow Ooh. or a pig. Regardless, sketchy. Yeah, it was really sketchy. They they ended up like being like, oh shit, oh shit, and they like re- reburied it and put like a- You don't a, fucking rebury it? Oh. That's what they did. Oh, that's no. what one of the dudes did. They reburied it, but they did like a sanctum of like, release these items from whatever fucking ritual- was used in it. It's all bad. It whatever everything that Ghost Adventure does is bad. So obviously, <laughs> we love your stuff. Don't sue us. No, please, we do. It's actually, <laughs> we support. Uh, so obviously, with that, for all of you, for legal reasons, this is a joke. Yes, thank you. Uh, there's devil worship going on, so it's a hot spot for paranormal evil things. Uh, for sure. Also, local te- Oh, this is what I wrote. Local teenagers causing some rift raff in the holler. Riff raff in the holler? What? I wrote that. Why? That was for you. Well, thank you. What What is your saying? Go holler in the holler in the yonder. No yonder. Um, uh, it's actually over yonder out the winder is the way is the thing. But uh, no, the, I think the the first time holler came up is because I asked you like, do you know why they call a valley a holler? Yes, yes. Because no one can hear you holler. <laughs> Get it? Holler. Okay. Yeah. So on February fifteenth. 1992, which is where the Merlin Kingston born. interview comes into play. Oh, okay. yeah, you were. Townspeople for several miles surrounding the cross heard a very loud explosion. Awesome. Police arrived in minutes and only to discover that the cross had been blown up. <gasps> it was never founded who did it or why they did it, and the case remains open to this day. So that's an uncomfortable parallel between Krishna himself and the cross. Isn't that weird? That makes me a little squigged out. I don't like that. So it's rumored that the townspeople and even like the police joined up with this yeah. to blow up the cross themselves. Oh. So it was either to rid of the people slash the teens who are constantly trespassing there. Right. Or to try and get rid of the evil spirits that plague the hollow. Or both. Or both. Maybe all of the above. 
It's also rumored that the cross could no longer contain the evil that was constantly being summoned upon the cross, and it itself blew up because of the evil. Because of the evil. Oh. And it couldn't contain, so it blew up. Pew pew. I don't like that. Yes. So, this place is, it's, it's interesting that not a lot of people have been there, but how, like, actively Wild. demonic shit keeps happening there. Like, yeah. like, people going there to worship bad things that's, there. That's so sketchy, man. Like, no. Yes. Nope. So, to this day, there have been reported two suicides. Like, actual known suicides. What the fuck? One man did actually hang himself on the tree near the cross. Like, late 90s. So, like, not, like, actually in the 1800s kind of thing. And a young, young fellow went out camping into mm-hmm. this area. And then he ended up shooting and killing himself. Jesus. So, there were so many people who would be trespassing onto this property that the property owners were shooting them off with rock salts. And just because it was Damn. so, so bad. So bad. Damn. So many people were, tr- like, coming onto the property. Like, yeah. people still come onto the property to do the hoo-woo-woo-woo shit, right? Hoo-woo-woo-woo. So. It's pretty good. Because you can't beat them, right? So join them. They started up an official attraction where they called it Haunted Case Cross. Uh-huh. And you go to their website, casecross.com. Okay. And they give official paranormal tours and host like Halloween events in the area. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like, I like that a lot. The fact that they, you know, a lot of people are showing up and it's like almost impossible to get them to not be there. So let's just charge them money. Money and make it safe and stop doing the fucking demonic worship. Yeah. Stop putting your upside down pentagrams everywhere. I like that. So on to the hauntings. Ooh. Rumor has it that some of Krishna followers were sacrificed. He believed that the cross was speaking to him and told him that some of his followers needed to be sacrificed and their bodies were dumped down a well on the property. That's That's fucked up, right? That's cool. Some people have reported seeing apparitions crawl out of the well. (laughs) Oh, that one got me and I don't know why. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, why did that one scare me so bad? That one got you pretty good. You made like a a real, real violent. The landowners report seeing multiple times a man in a hood watching them through the forest. And as they would see the man uh-huh. and stare at him, he would just disappear. Okay. See, that one's less creepy than people fucking crawling out of the well, You bro. don't like that? No, I don't. And I don't know why it got me so bad, but so- like crawling out of the well. Yeah. It's a, it, it looked like a pretty, not deep down, but deep sideways into the ground. Because like there's a ladder in there, apparently. You can like get down to the bottom. It's not like filled with water, which is weird. It's like a dried up well. Yeah. But That's there's like so a... Gross. And also, oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah. There's a spring on the property. Okay. And you know my theory about running water. I do. And Satan. Yeah, I do. Yep. And, I and, like it. And Ghost Adventures goes there. I want to say this before it slips in my mind. They, whenever they cross over the stream yeah. to go into the hollow, because you have to go over this, like, little, like, walk the plank to go to, yeah. the, to the cross. They said as soon as they would cross over the stream is when they started to really feel the oppression of the area. Isn't that creepy? Isn't that gross? That's yucko. I don't. I, that's a big yucko. I don't like that at all. Teenagers who also go to the property report seeing this hooded figure. So it's okay. a very common thing to, to see a hooded figure. Half human, half dog creatures are also reported being seen on the property very commonly. Like, like, like obviously not like everybody who walks on the property sees it, but more common than like anybody should re- be reporting a half dog, 
half human? I think more than one is too many. Yes. So human body face of dog. Okay, I was about to say, so like which half is dog? Face dog. Face dog, body human. Well, head dog, yeah. Head dog, body human. (laughs) It's rumored that the man who killed his wife, Uh wives, wives, multiple seven, summoned these demonic hellhounds to guard the cross and the bodies of his deceased wives. Ugh. It's also reported on the full moon. Ooh. The cross will glow and burn anyone who touches it. Ew. Because apparently the cross was built on a full moon or some bullshit. And then also some people report seeing faces in the cross. Bro. No. Yeah. So. And the cross is also blown up, by the way. Just yeah. Like, it's on the ground. Yeah. Just laid like over. bits of it. I mean, it, it's still, like, to, like, it didn't, like, blow off. Yeah. But it's just kind of like. Okay. Because it's solid concrete. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? I don't like that. Shadows are very, very common in the hollow. Ugh. They will follow people and even speak to people who come and visit. No thanks, man. Especially near the cross. Glowing eyes can be seen among the trees. One local resident, Mom, said that their child saw a man standing behind a tree in their front yard. It leaned out, smiled at her, and then disappeared. Gross. The mom herself also said that she hears evil growls coming from the woods. That's a great time to move. And that, that comes from the Ghost Adventures episode, but... Spirits here are a hodgepodge of everything. So it's no longer like Krishna or whatever the hell like those guys did. Mm-hmm. It's now becoming just a bunch of shit of spirits and demons and whatever because of the satanic Lucifer people yeah, who sure. came to like summon whatever and do their bad rituals on the property. Yeah. So no one knows what they're seeing, what they're getting when they come onto this hollow. Yeah. Because of all that stuff. So visitors who come also report hallucinations, becoming really sick, and hearing voices in their heads or just hearing a lot of sounds or just talking, right? Yeah, right next to them, I bet. Possessions are very easy to fall to in these woods. Jesus. And we'll, I'll tell a story here in a second about that. People who have never felt this way before report feeling a wanting to go further into the woods and kill, and kill themselves. No. Yes. Nope. So, of course, I mentioned a few times, Zachary Bagel Bites, yep. our boy, he went into Kay's Cross. So he did an episode there. And it was it was not my favorite, but it was still pretty good. Okay. So Ghost of Editors interviewed a woman by the name of Bennett. And this okay. is where the possession story comes into play. Heck. So she has come to the cross about 20 times now at this point of the interview. Yeah, I don't know. They, they themselves looked like a bunch, like some characters we'll just say that oh i'm sorry that's not a good idea to do like i get that like spooky stuff is cool but like that's please, a little, that's a little excessive yeah so she she and her her crew come to the cross and they hang out and she said that her first time to the cross was quite a wild ride so let me let me recount that for you she f- said she was feeling normal up until the point that she got to the cross at about an hour into hanging out Mm-hmm. Uh, she said that she felt something was telling her that she had to walk down the trail behind the cross. Okay. She said it was a female that was talking to her, saying that it was taking her down the path and that she was being led to a male spirit. So there were two spirits, a female leading her to a male spirit. Gross. Bennett said that she got to a small clearing that was gated in, and as she moved through the gate, 
She said that she was suddenly kneeling and talking to this male spirit that she could not see him, but the male spirit was telling her to follow him. No. Yes. Hard don't pass. don't go don't go with the stranger spirits kids. Okay, don't do it. Her friends said that her eyes were glazed over and that she started to throw up. She went to get up and walk away and like leave the area, but she said her legs didn't work. Right. They had to carry her out. Three dudes carried her out of the woods. And as they were carrying her out, she said that a big ass, seven foot tall, shadowy figure was following them out of the woods. She said that the energy was very angry that her friends were taking her away and that it was basically removing her from his possession. That's a hard pass for me, bro. Like, after that kind of experience, you wear a rosary, you never go ever, ever near that No, she went back 19 more times. Dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how you really fucking feel. That's that's all I got, bro. Like, no thank you. (laughs) So, Vincent, one of her friends that carried Ben and out, um, he was interviewed, right? Okay. So... Vincent said that one of his times coming to see the cross, he had come across devil worshippers right in the middle of doing their, you know, their jam and shit. Jesus. They poured pig's blood on his car. Dope. That sounds like a wild ride. That sounds so fun. Like, (laughs) oh my God, that's shit. I would keep going too, man. (laughs) Free free car paint. You know what I mean? That shit's not going to come off. Shit. (laughs) Hey guys, my car's red now. Check it out. Idiot. <laughs> I can. <laughs> so dumb. Oh. I, I take it. You don't like the fact that they keep going. No. Back to the. Like, if you have something bad happen to you and then you just continue to go, like, no. It's very dumb. I also know that with like certain haunted locations. I'm going to scream. The thing, <laughs> whatever's there will continually entice you back because the more that you come, the more energy that you give to it, the more likely it is to attach to you. Ooh. Leave the old location and follow you to wherever the fuck you are. Ooh. And then you're just, it's with you forever and you can't get fucking rid of it because it's so entrenched and ingrained. It's not going anywhere. Like, okay. Fuck so that, if bro. we ever do an investigation, we only go once. Yeah. And only once. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like the same, like with bagel bites. Yeah. Like that is how the Washoe Club was for them. They went there three times. Oh. Three times. And then finally at the very end, like the last time they went, they were like, look, we're never coming here again. We're not doing it. Like constant. I didn't know they went. I thought they went twice, yeah. not three times. Holy shit. Yeah. Stop going. Yeah. Fuck. That's what I said. Like, okay. Don't do that. Damn. Well, they went back multiple times. 19. 20. Excuse me. 20 times total. 20 times. I want one of the, one of their times back. He also found a cow's heart on the cross. Of course, he did. On a full moon. How did he know it was pig's blood? How did he know it wasn't like know, cow maybe, blood? Maybe he asked people them. blood. Maybe. <laughs> How does he know? Did he take it to somebody and be like, "Test this. What is it?" I don't know why blood donations get mad when I pull up with a bucket of blood. Just <laughs> take the blood. No. <laughs> that was a TikTok. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> that was good. On another return. Uh huh. On a full moon. Time 15. <laughs> where the cross suppose, supposedly burns people. Yeah. Vincent laid on the cross fully clothed. It's so hot. An hour later, he had three long burn marks across his back. Idiot. Those aren't burn marks. Those are scratches. <laughs> they, he, there was a picture of it. They looked like burns. Because they were thicker. Burns. They were thicker than a scratch. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it was the mocking of the Trinity. One like, of, like, it looked like scratches, but they they were they were burns. Those people straight up have shit that lives with them now. Like there's no other option, no other opportunity in my brain. 
Yeah, like, you just okay. probably even I mean, they'd probably just like, think me like you. Yeah, if they're not possessed, they're like oppressed as fuck. Like that's so dumb. Well, they all wear black. That doesn't mean anything. I wear black. Like you, a lot. no, like you know what I mean. I do. Okay, I do. That was me in high school, bro. <laughs> it was. I saw a picture yeah. of you. Yeah, he was also physically touched in the woods one night, and he said it was, he was just. He said it was just gross, but he keeps going back. Like said. So the ghost adventures investigation Ooh. ends up being really fucking weird. Like it was oh. just weird. Like it wasn't scary to me. It was just weird. Okay. So as they're going into, like they have to take ATV kind mm-hmm. of like gator looking vehicles into the area and then yeah. they get out and hike the rest of the way. Uh, as they're walking up, a black shadow moves past Zach. Awesome. And then a few other camera people were like, ugh. Like, yeah. it, it moves, like, all it's between spooky. them. Like, it, like, ran all up in between them. And they kept seeing, like, black shadows, like, out in the grass. Bro, I hate seeing stuff out of the corner of my eyes. That freaks me the fuck out. Yeah, it was really weird. And it sucked. So, Zach stands on the cross. Uh-huh. Because why the fuck not? Yeah. But he also said he was compelled to get up on the cross. Like, he was told to get up there, you know? Yeah. So, as he gets up there, he starts having a time. Oh, no. He says that he could see a shadow, like shadows, like shadow people, right? Yeah. And then he can hear someone talking to him. So he starts really acting dazed, and he says he feels really sick. Uh, Nick and Aaron tell him to get down, to which Zach responds, I think you should, too. I think just, you should get down. Yeah, just, like- just third person just says that, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And so they start freaking out. They're like, hey, man, get down. And Zach's like, no, give me the spirit box, right? Does a spirit box session up on the cross i can't really remember too much oh it was only a couple things that's things that happened up there so a clear voice comes through the box as a woman and says case cross who's cross case cross (laughs) and then zach asks what's under the cross case cross and then the woman replies back remembering and it was probably one of the clearest voices that have come through a spirit box i've ever heard remembering yep that's what it said I don't What's know under the cross remembering. Yeah, I don't understand. So after Zach gets down, Billy, one of the cameramen, he starts hearing chanting. No, I'm good. And he's like, yo, you guys hear that? And everybody's literally like, no. No, Billy, we don't. We don't hear that. And he starts freaking out. He's like, you guys can't hear that? He goes, it's so fucking loud. No. And they don't. No one hears it. It's not on any of the it, equipment. It was anything. never on any of the equipment either. And then right after this, Billy starts kind of getting weird and yeah. kind of starts walking off by himself. He also starts talking to himself. Oh, no. Like, he goes down that trail that Bennett went down to that clearing. And all of a sudden, he goes, uh, yes? No. And Zach's like, who are you talking to? He goes, I'm talking to you guys. And he's like, we haven't said shit. We've just been following you. And you've just been walking off by yourself. And he's like, no, oh. no. Like, you guys were talking. Oh, God. And then he just stops in the middle of the tracks and he's like, I there's this presence here he goes i feel like it's not letting me move further and then zach's like i need to document this and then he trips over a rock zach trips over a rock yep. or, oh yeah zach trips over a rock and it was pretty fucking funny because he like does that slow-mo dramatic and then like completely diverges from the fact that he tripped and it was actually pretty good because i i forgot about it i was like look at what he's doing he's distracting the the viewers the he fact knows. that he tripped he knows how to do that yep and he was like i got so upset over the fact Billy felt this presence and then just completely went off the fact that he tripped. It was pretty great. So they get down to that weird fenced in area. It kind of looks like a cemetery fenced in area, but they don't say it's a cemetery, but it's just this weird fenced in area. That's that's gross and weird. I don't know. So as they're walking up to it, you blatantly hear 
this growl, but it doesn't sound quite right. Of course it not. It doesn't sound <sighs> like it, it. It just, it's odd. It's off. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound good. And I was, everyone was like, what the fuck? And of course, Billy's off, like, in the By fucking himself. gated area. And everyone's like, Billy, Billy, <laughs> what Billy, the fuck? Are you good? And he's, like, not responding. So they get up there and he's fine. And as they're all getting together, they're talking about it. Billy's like, do you guys smell rotting flesh? Like, no. for real. He's like, do you guys smell that? No. Holy shit. Nope. So they leave an ex-cam. Bruh. Ex-cam. Bruh. Excuse me. And they leave a hyperbolic mic thing. Uh-huh. They they pick up some weird squealing sound on their ex-camera, like an animal being murdered. Or, yeah, I was sorry, say killed. Like, a, like a pig? Yeah, like, a, like an animal being killed is kind of what I, I like thought that. it was. But on the camera, or excuse me, the uh, microphone, the little hyper, yeah. the hyper microphone, they catch a woman cackling. Like, it straight up sounds like a woman cackling, and it is so damn creepy. There'd be witches in these woods. They put up a night vision camera on the cross, uh-huh. and they had left the area. Yeah. What's really weird is that, like, obviously, the night vision camera doesn't color code things right. correctly but you can clearly see like where it's supposed to be green like yeah. night vision something purple like a haze comes in over the cross like oh, you like that. you see the cross it's jamming it's there on the side of the camera view right then all of a sudden this like purple haze that the, the camera is translating to this purple mass right moves over the cross gets to the end of the cross and then stops nope i'm good and that's and that's case cross i hate that a lot Actually, that's a lot spookier than I anticipated it to be. I wanted it to be a little bit more spookier, but that's that's what I got. Well, I mean, that's spookier than mine. So is it? Yeah, but I do I do have a thing that I want to. So yes, I have this theory. Tell me right? the theory. Yes. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a little little weird. Do for it. A this the, this is the podcast to do it on. Yeah, perfect. Be All weird. Right. So in biblical times. In the Old Testament, mm-hmm. um, there is, you know, the plagues descend on Egypt because the Hebrews aren't being allowed to be released as slaves, right? Right, right. So God tells Moses to, like, go talk to Pharaoh and, like, try and get them to leave. And he's like, you know, the, the plagues are coming, like, this, you know, all this stuff is happening. Right, right. Well, in, like, some people believe that the very last plague where the firstborns die, like, the reason that we have Passover... What was coming was actually Satan himself. Oh. And Satan's the one that came in and killed all of the firstborns when they didn't have the blood, right? Holy shit. Okay. And the reason God was like, you need to get them the fuck out was because the more God interacts in our world, the more that draws Satan in because it's like a beacon, right? Oh, like, you can't have light without a darkness. Correct. There has to be a balance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, like, God interacting, Satan's like, I'm going to go fuck those people up because that's where God's at and I want to get as many people for me as I can. Right? Okay. Okay. So, whenever something, like, whenever I think of, like, that beacon idea of something bad coming, um, all of the other, like, demons and spirits and whatever, like, are attracted to wherever Satan's, like, fucking with shit. Right? Right. Because that's where people are that need to be messed with. Right. So I just, I don't know why that popped into my head, but like having someone doing Satan worship, Satan's probably going to show up because he is a like very vain being. Right. Right. So all the other shit's going to show up too. Right. So that's, 
that's what Case Cross is to me, is like the beacon and all the shit shows uh, up the and all the bad bullshit. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. You're welcome. It's just, it's been cooking in my brain for a little bit, like, since you started. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I need to tell you, because this is interesting tell to me. Tell me the thing. Okay, cool. So. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. About why there's, like, so much, like, weird dark shit there. Yeah. Could be. Because we'll Bennett, as she was telling the uh, a, a possessive, mm-hmm. oppressive story, she said that the person definitely gave off a vibe of, like, territorial, very dominant, domineering, very, like, like, overwhelming, almost. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What? Yep. I don't like it. So there you have it. That's Case Cross. Case Cross is a spooky place. Have you ever wondered what wanders the fields at night? Or have you seen lights out in the woods that you know are not lightning bugs or deer with just a few too many eyes? Well, all of these things are commonplace within the farm town of Wichton. Jar of Rebuke is a Midwestern gothic horror comedy audio drama run by a queer-heavy cast and crew. Delve into the cornfields, explore the woods by the river, and make sure you bring your favorite dish to the local potluck, because Wichton is full of many fine folks for you to meet, creatures for you to encounter, and many mysteries for you to solve. The creatures and hauntings within Jar of Rebuke are all based on real lore and legends from the Midwestern United States, from the black-eyed children to the not-deer to the Michigan melon heads. Follow Dr. Jared Hell's audio journal and his run-ins with these various creatures while trying to remember his forgotten past. With the voices of myself, Casper Oliver, as well as Vanessa Rosengrant, Ashley Kraft, Cecil Fox, and guests like Jason LaRock, Misha Bakshi, and Conrad Mishuk, as well as many, many more, providing their talents to flesh out the world of Wichden, the townsfolk within, and even the supernatural creatures themselves. Compared by listeners to things like Welcome to Night Vale, SCPs, the Magnus Archives, and Tannis, if those things, but with a Midwestern Gothic twist, seem up your alley, be sure to tune in on every 7th and 21st on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcast fix for new episodes of Jar of Rebuke. So, we're at mid-roll. We are. And we have to give a shout out. Yes, we do. We do. So, Otto the Great. Sweet boy. Awesome human being. He subscribed to our medium tier on Patreon. So, thank you so much, Otto the Great. That's what he wanted to be called on our podcast. <laughs> for signing up for our Patreon. Yeah, welcome welcome to welcome the investigation, investigation team, team, my dude. Whoop, whoop. So, we'll get more, we'll get more videos yes. out there. Also, we found out earlier that our website was not working. So if you had submitted a request for us to do a particular topic and yes. we did not cover it at this point, please go back and resubmit it because Otto said he submitted two and we did not get them. Correct. Now the website is working and we will constantly be checking that. So if yes. you did submit a topic to us or if you have it, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Give us a topic and we will cover it. And we're covering a topic next episode that a listener yes Submitted. it's gonna be so. a lot of fun so give us some suggestions yes uh and we will give you a shout out if we do your suggestion absolutely so if you're on apple podcast make sure to leave us a review and if you're on spotify please smash that follow button and if you're on any other platform please do the thing that the platform roll out yeah. if it's reviews or give us a follow you have no idea how much that helps and it, we would really appreciate it absolutely okay so zoe yes zoe zoe knowlton zoe, what are, zoe knowlton here. what are Hello. you 
<laughs> what are you covering today? So I'm going to be covering the Driscoll Hotel in Austin, Texas. I want to go to Austin so bad. Me too. If we go to Austin, we're going to stay here. So in the hotel, what, what? In this hotel, in- I've just decided. So without without con- without talking to you, we're rude. Doing this. So it's it's fine. Bitch, you get over it. It's uh, fine. Okay. So. Let's start off with... It is what it is. Okay, all right. Let's go. All right. Tell me about it, and then we'll go from there. I'll tell you at the end end of the story if I... We're going to go. Okay, Okay, all right. Thanks. All right. So, this hotel was built in 1886 by a man named Colonel Jesse Lincoln Driscoll. What a fucking name. Yes. He was a local cattle baron and businessman, and he decided to hop into the hotel business to, like, diversify his portfolio, as, like, most businessmen do. Jesus Christ. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, my God. I roll and all. <laughs> so, once the hotel was completed, the Daily Statesman, which is, like, a local newspaper, called the Driscoll, quote, one of the finest hotels in the whole country. Uh, the enti- they, have they been in the Stanley Hotel? The Stanley Hotel wasn't built yet. Nope. Damn it. Okay. That's right. fine. Go ahead. So, this hotel cost four hundred thousand dollars at the time okay so that would be 92 million dollars today whoa yes very many monies okay driscoll had purchased a city block in austin like an entire city block for seven thousand five hundred dollars during that time i did not do the conversion because i'm garbage but here we are when it opened it had 60 rooms 12 of which were corner rooms with adjoining bathrooms which was like super fancy and rare at the time Ooh, indoor bathrooms that's rare seriously rooms with bathrooms they're not communal wow (laughs) we don't have to share (laughs) oh what the center of the hotel was featured it it featured a four-story open like round section called a rotunda i was about to say that's that's called a rotunda rotunda i know that word fancy word i had to look it up (laughs) (laughs) i assumed because it sounds like round but i was like "Mm, let's make sure that rotunda was capped with a domed skylight which functioned as like a flute to or a flu to help cool the building during the summer so like it would open and like suck all the hot air out um and that was used until the creation of air conditioning in 1950 that's pretty cool i didn't realize air conditioning was so young uh yeah yeah because like electricity yeah and cool it yeah my mom didn't grow up with air conditioning so i should have put those two together (laughs) but i didn't because my mom was born yes. at 54. Most of our parents did not have air conditioning. Weirdly enough. And here we are, like little bitch babies have to have it hot and cold. If it's 68, you're going to get a sinus infection. But if, you, yeah. if you're at 69, you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah right? it's stupid. It's stupid. Here we are. This hotel had separate entrances for men and women. Oh. Like completely different sides of the hotel entrances. Good. Keep them over there. Yeah, right? And I mean, like, wives, husbands didn't matter. Like, they went in different entrances. That's crazy. Yes. This was to keep the women away from the rough cowboys. Ooh. Oh, because this is Texas. This is Texas. This is Texas. So they also had separate, like, seating parlors. So even just their hangout times was completely separate until they went up to their rooms and whatever. Holy. Which I thought was kind of fun. That's... Isn't that wild? That's wild. Yeah, that's weird. A wild, wild We're list. used to, like, separate bathrooms, but not, like, separate, separate seating areas. Or doors. Yeah. Like, what the Entrances. fuck? Entrances. Okay. So, the Driscoll is one of the best-known hotels in Austin and remains one of the most sought-after, most sought-after, if I could talk, for- I believe in you. Thank you. For bridal suites, restaurants, and even has, like, this big grand ballroom. Okay. Funnily okay. enough, it's known as one of the most haunted hotels in the U.S. I call bullshit. Just wait. 
Every Texas governor since Governor Sol Ross in 1887 has held their inaugural ball in its ballroom. Ooh. Fancy. That's fancy. Oh. Jesse Driscoll had to close the hotel in May of 1887, less than a year after it was opened, due to almost his, inst- his entire staff being hired out from under him by another hotel. Whoa. Yeah. Get fucked. <laughs> Jesus. How does that happen? <laughs> so... In addition to that, a harsh winter combined with a drought killed most of his cattle inventory. Oosh. So he couldn't afford the hotel and his cattle business. Oh, no. So diversifying fucked this guy. Oops. He sold the hotel to his brother-in-law in 1888, and Jim Doc Day was his name. Doc is his nickname. Fancy. Reopened the hotel in January of 88. So here's some juicy gossip. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I love it. Oh, that tea. That sweet, sweet tea. <laughs> Jesse didn't really sell the hotel. What? He lost it in a game of poker. What a loser. Yep. Oh my God. He had a real bad gambling problem. And one of the websites I looked at actually quoted it as saying he spent all of his money on uh, poker or gambling, booze and women. Love it. What a life. What a time. So he was broke. (laughs) And instead, like he couldn't ante up for money. He anted up with his hotel. Idiot. And he lost Idiot. to his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law was like, get fucked, bitch. Like, I'm taking it. Good Lord. Driscoll passed away in 1980. That's wrong. Maybe it's not. Huh? <laughs> 1980's a real long That's time. That's a really... When he died when he was 100? Shit. I fucked up my time frame. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, a couple years later, Driscoll passed away of a stroke. And okay. four months after that, the hotel purchased a life-size portrait of him that remains in the hotel to this day. I blame the COVID brain. Second, life-size portraits are fucking creepy. Yes. Okay. I don't know how. Maybe it was 1908. That's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. Uh, The hotel continued to be sold and renovated over the next 125 years. Oh, shit. Yes. It's a very very old hotel. Okay. Until the Hyatt Hotels Corporation purchased it in 2013. Mm Mm-hmm. The Driscoll has been listed in the National Register for Historic Places since November 25th of 1969. Ooh. And then in two, in 1908, not 2000, in 1908. 2008? Yeah, 2008, yes. Two attorneys had a rough time in court facing one another earlier in the day. Uh-huh. And they were both staying, in, well, one of them was staying in the Driscoll. Okay. So the Austin-based attorney, John Dowell, walked into the lobby with a double-barrel shotgun looking for San Antonio attorney Mason Williams. Oh, shit. Who he had faced in court that day. Oh, fuck. Seeing him coming out of the bar area, Dow shot both barrels at (gasps) Williams, reloaded, and fired both of them again. Did he fucking miss all four times? He hit him. Oh, yeah. Oh. Williams returned fire with his pistol. Oh, shit. Hitting Dowell in the legs twice. Oh, he's going down. Both survived and recovered. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And this is this is a quote that had me like scream laughing earlier. Okay. Sadly, the sport of lawyer shooting never quite caught on in these parts, and Austin <laughs> is poorer for it. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty good. What the fuck? Isn't that wild? That's fucking Texas. Yeah. One of the shots actually went into the painting of... Driscoll? Driscoll. Oh, wow. And it's... it's, You can still see the bullet hole. Oops. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fun. What the fuck? You pissed me off of court today. Double bear shotgun. (laughs) You're a bitch. (laughs) Excuse me. Get fucked. (laughs) 
kid dead. Holy fuck. Texas is wild, man. Like, and, oof. And they're the, they're the state that has open carry. Yeah, yeah. Texas does not give two fucks. Like, here in Tennessee, you get your carry permit, and it counts, like, any permit counts as a concealed carry permit. Yep. Which is wild. Yep. But not but in Texas. Here we are. Not in fucking Texas. Open carry, boy. Woo! Mm. In 1930, there was a 13-story annex added to the Driscoll that was designed by the El Paso architecture firm Trost & Trost. This add-on contains this little, like, bungalow penthouse thingy that's only accessible from the building's roof. The bungalow has two, is like two bedroom, a living room, and a full kitchen. It's housed guests such as Jack Dempsey and even President Lyndon Johnson. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Then in 1979, the hotel manager decided to use the bungalow, like renovate it and convert it into his private residence since uh, he lives there anyway. Oh, fine Which, then. I mean, all right. I guess. I mean, you know. <sighs> I, it, I think it would be nicer to have a full kitchen wherever you live instead of just a like hotel kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can understand. Okay. I get it. I, you g- know? I guess. Whatever. I don't even know why I'm mad. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> because you wanted to stay there because it's fucking cool. It's like on the very tippy top of a 13-story dealio. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. I don't want to stay there. Yeah. I'm cool. Be, I'm, I want to be yeah, cool, right? too. I'm pretty great. Okay. <laughs> I'm as cool as President Johnson. That's Beach. not true. <laughs> In 1934, a group of Texas Rangers Ooh. stayed in, this, in a room in this hotel and meticulously planned what would later become the successful ambush and killing of Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow. So that's kind of cool. Whoa. I keep forgetting that Texas Rangers are actually a thing. Yeah, instead of just uh, Chuck Norris. (laughs) (laughs) I watched Walker, Texas Ranger growing up, man. That was a great show. I did not, but go ahead. You're not Southern enough. You're right. I am not. (laughs) You know, that was on all the time at my house. I think my grandma, like, had a crush on... Chuck Norris. I think everybody had a crush on Chuck Norris. I mean, that's probably true. Okay. It's probably true. Yeah. So it kind of appears that this hotel... That was a weird way to say that. It appears that this hotel was (laughs) destined to be haunted from the beginning. So the way that Jesse... Colonel Jesse... Excuse you. Yeah. Colonel Jesse... (laughs) (laughs) Try again. Colonel Jesse Driscoll. Say it slow. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Uh, the way he got a majority of his money was through cattle sales to the Confederate Army. Oh. So there was a lot of misery and death associated with all the cash he made. So it was blood money. Yep. Okay. So just a, a fun fact about good old Colonel Driscoll. So here, here's the ghosty stories. Tell all me. the ghosties. Tell me. So that painting of Colonel Driscoll that hangs in the lobby of the hotel. Yes. Guests will often speak about how disconcerting it is when they walk by it. Many people believe Driscoll's eyes will, like, follow them as they walk by. Fuck that. Like, because, I mean, it's a life-size fucking painting. Uh, Like, that's why I hate life-size paintings. Because their eyes fucking follow you. They freak me out. They're dumb. Driscoll is also said to haunt this hotel. People will smell cigar smoke and know he's around. Because he always smoked a cigar. He loves to appear in full body form. No. Particularly around women and will sometimes grab them because he's a good old cowboy. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear to I, I'm a good old woman. I'll bop bop in the, in the face. i do it again. And i do it again too. <laughs> so here's one of my favorite uh, little stories that I found about Colonel Driscoll. Tell me. It's from AustinGhosts.com. So. Okay. 
one of my, this is a quote, one of my favorite stories is one of the few sightings that we've had of Colonel Driscoll. One of his favorite rooms in the Driscoll overlooks Sixth Street and Brazos, and there was a consultant in town who woke up one night to see a gentleman standing in his room looking out the window about three in the morning, puffing on a cigar. He sat up in bed and said, hey, fella, what the hell are you doing in my room? He said the guy looked at him, gave him this look like, your room? But he didn't say anything. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, fuck. The consultant leaned over and snapped on the light by the bed. And when the light came on, there was no one standing by the window. <gasps> but the curtains where the light came in on, there was like the curtains were swaying and there was a cloud of cigar smoke just chilling in the air. Get the fuck out. That's pretty crazy. Get right? the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Your hotel. <laughs> Ooh, that one got me good. So the next one is on the Grand Staircase. So there is a senator's daughter named Samantha Hudson who was running down the hallway after a little bouncy ball. Mm -hmm. It's always a fucking ball. Okay. Yeah. Rolled down the stairs because balls roll and she tripped and fell down the stairs, breaking her neck. Oh, another neck break down the stairs. Stairs are dangerous, y'all. Like stairs are bad. That's why there's fucking railings for a reason. Can't confirm. I always grab railings. Same here. Practice for when I'm 80. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we make it. Woo. So visitors will hear a little girl giggling in the hallways and on those stairs and in the lobby. They'll also hear a ball no. bouncing down the stairs as well. There is actually a painting on the fifth floor that depicts this little girl that some people believe to be Samantha. Uh, others say that it's not the original painting that was painted of her. It's a recreation. So they're not really sure how that jives together. Okay. It used to hang in the lobby, but when people would pass the painting, they would notice the little girl's expression change. Oh! Uh. So, like, not her eyes moving. Like, she would have a smile when she wasn't smiling before, or she would, like, have a frown, or her brow would be furrowed, or, like, spooky shit like that, So, right? for a painting to have changed expression enough to have hotel guests freaked out consistently yeah. enough yes. for a painting to be moved yeah. is fucked up. Correct. So as a result of that, they moved the painting from the lobby up to the less used fifth floor um, because hopefully people wouldn't notice it. So many people wouldn't notice it as much. So that, here, that was here we are. Sneaky. Blech. I was I, when you said when you said the ball was going to go down the mm. stairs. Hear, hear the sound? I was like, not of the child breaking its neck. Don't oh, say no. that. No, that's not the one. Not this time. <sighs> that's only that one bride in that one hotel. In the Stanley Hotel. Stanley Hotel? No, it was a different one. It was a different hotel I covered. Uh, there's been a lot of hotels. There's a lot of hotels that you have covered for yeah. some weird, weird reason. I like hotels, and also it's just a it's a place where there's a lot of people. Fair enough. There's a lot so, of energy in hotels. Yeah, because it's constantly being used. I actually imagine in my brain, like, after hotels close down, there's still so much energy from people being in the hotel for so long i imagine residual hauntings are like a big thing oh yeah absolutely so, yeah probably i do what it be yep so the next one is room 525 or 329 it's different sites said different rooms depending on who you ask yeah okay cool so a couple were staying in the hotel preparing for their wedding later in the evening they were get- gonna get married in the driscoll the groom decided last minute he didn't want to get married Oosh. and left his wife. Oh, shooby. Devastated, she ran back to the room that they were to share as their bridal suite and hung herself in the bathroom. Oh. So she's actually, this apparition is seen all over the hotel. Like she'll be seen wandering the hallways, crying. Like people will hear a woman sobbing and like go try and find who she is, where she is so they can help her. 
don't find her. Other people will see a, a figure in like a white gown Aww. wandering around the hotel. That's so sad. It's it's not not a good time. There's one story that I found of a woman going into like it was a newlywed couple that were staying in the Driscoll and the wife was in the restaurant. It was like in the ladies room and the husband was standing outside the door waiting on her. The wife looks up oh, no. in the stall no. and sees this like woman's face leering at her no. over the stall door. No, screams, flip the flips the fuck out. Oh, which, I would. Oh, yeah, God. absolutely. Ooh, she dis like she disappears. The lady is freaking the fuck out. Her husband's like bitch and like busts in and is like, "What's going on, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> like, what is happening? Are you okay? What's going on?" And he feels something like push past him, which he's not even thinking about until later because he's like, "Oh God, my wife, what's wrong?" So that that's kind of fun. Um, he felt something push past him on the way in, and they went to the hotel staff afterward and were like, "Look, this lady, like, so whatever, like, described her." And the hotel staff was like, oh, oops, I'm so sorry. Oops. That's one of the suicide brides, which is what they call them. Oh, is this the suicide bride hotel place? Yes. Yep. Oh, yep. so 20 years later to the day. Oh, um, a distraught bride checked into the hotel. Her husband to be had called off the wedding and she spent the whole night just distraught in her room. The next day she went on a spending spree, spent over 40 thousand dollars get it on, on anything that she wanted diamonds clothes food like didn't matter whatever she put her eyes on she wanted cars didn't matter she bought nice the third day she lined up like all of her purchases like on the floor next to the bed and like over everything um took a pillow and a gun and muffled the sound of the gunshot and killed herself Ah, same room 20 years to the day holy shit mm-hmm. um after, that was in 1990. So after the second suicide, that room was closed for eight years and was renovated in 1998 and reopened. Okay. People will still see um, the ap apparition of either woman in the room standing over them or just in the room with them. Oh, fuck. The like weird leaks will happen in the bathroom. Like leaks that make no sense. Gross. Like, weird place leaks. Okay. Shouldn't, shouldn't be leaking and it leaks. Like leaking out of the towel holder? Yeah. Ew. Like that, like the ceiling or like the wall. The, the, like, like the light fixture. Fucking weird the places. The fucking doorstop. Yeah. Whatever. I, mean, I don't know. Why not? The, the the paper the toilet paper holder. Oh, that would suck. That would ruin all your toilet paper. I like your toilet paper. That'd be so sad. Oh, Jesus. No. Guests will, when they stay in the room, feel very sad and very distraught or will feel the urge to take their life. That happens. Yep. Which is yeah. not a good thing. They will hear voices that encourage them to do that or just voices that like it's whispering, but you can't make out what the whispering is saying. Oh, my God. Call a priest. Jesus. Yeah, that one happens. And then just like unexplained bangs, sobs, all sorts of noises, like anything that you can imagine you hear. Ugh, I don't like that one. There's also when you're like walking through that like all over that floor, you'll see a woman out of the corner of your vision. But when you turn to look for her, nobody's there. So like you'll see a woman in a in a white gown uh -huh. and you'll like, oh, and turn and nobody's there <clears throat> and you can't find her. And then that's more often than not like followed by the crying sounds. Damn. Or like vice versa. Like you'll hear the crying sound and then you'll see the girl out of the corner of your eye. 
It's like so. shadow people, but yes, but a suicide but bride. Ugh. But worse. But yeah. worse. Oh god. So okay. That one. That one's really sad. And then I found one more quote um, that kind of made me laugh because I thought we should end on on a happy note. Yes, after please. That. Yeah. Um, this one was just so outlandish and so wild. I had to write it down. Okay. If you're staying in the Driscoll with your lover, then you just know you're going to have a threesome that night. What the fuck? <laughs> There's always a rascally revenant in the room doing its voyeur bit. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> it's just so dumb. It made me laugh. Uh, so Where the fuck did you pull that quote? Uh, uh, once again, Austin, go suck. <laughs> Stay weird, Austin. Don't change. Amen, man. Don't change. Like that's my jam. Okay. So um, they're just they're talking about the the brides that like to hang out. Um, and just, some just chill. Jesus Christ. Oh, it made me scream laugh. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson actually, this was his favorite hotel. Uh, just another fun fact. Uh, every time he would go to Austin, he would stay there, and he actually met his wife in austin and like at this hotel oh wow yeah so th- this is just where he he liked to go anytime he went to austin um after a an election he actually hung out here and like watched for the election results and then gave his inaugural like acceptance like hey we won speech in the ballroom so he really liked this hotel that's cool yeah we gotta go okay i approve let's go okay good we'll go. let's do it i'm sold okay so neat and One that day. is the story of the driscoll hotel Another one in the books. Ooh, here we go. All right, cool. We're doing, we're doing some stuff. We're, this is wild. We're doing the things. We're almost at twenty. I'm so pumped for twenty. Like, holy shit! I'm man. so fucking excited for twenty. Holy shit! My dream is so much. Fun, my dream y'all. is coming true. <laughs> so if you like what we do and you want to check out some more, Ooh. check us out on our website at www.hunter.com. And like I said, our suggestion box is now fixed. So if you would like to make a suggestion or did and we didn't cover it because... Please resend it. Resend it because if you if someone suggested something, we would cover it 100%. Like we're going to do next yes. episode. Which is also going to be really exciting and fun. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Yes. I'm holy stoked. shit. I got to do so much research. Same. And so do you. Ooh. So you can check us out on our social media on Instagram and Twitter at... H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. If you're on Instagram, you'll have me. And if you're on Twitter, you will have Zoe. Hi. That'll be fun. Yes, it'll be cool. All right. So we're going to sign off here because my throat hurts and I've been coughing this whole time. (laughs) And I've had it. I'm going to have to edit all that shit out. So bless. Until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Cough up a fucking lung. Ugh. Bless your soul. Bless your soul.